Yeah. Again, guys. Oh. Oh my God. Power <laughs> is out. Man. Thank you to Double Take for sponsoring this episode and all episodes of The Brew Storm. So I think that continues our course of never having a perfect Well, it should filming. continue, right? Because it's still battery. I have a hot take. A student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going. Have we had like a perfect like recording yet? I don't think we, is yeah, it recording one, right now? The first one was perfect. Yeah. Are right. we recording now? Yeah. You hit record? Yeah, that's wow. the red light. Dude, where'd the hat come from? I didn't wash my hair this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant store. Oh, uh, no, no, no I, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I've I mean, also I, been getting. I was into, curious what sort. I've also from. been getting into hats. I've been. Um, oh, you're trying really to you're trying to be like Shane. And yeah. Well, now? well, you got it the wrong way though. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be all up in my biz too. It's all right. I it's just a little plant love. Don't have like prescription sunglasses, so hats are my. What? Explain. I don't have prescription sunglasses, so I can't like, like. To, to block the sun? To block the sun, I use a hat uh, instead of sunglasses. Otherwise, you won't be able to see. Huh? Are you saying because you won't be able to see without your glasses? Yeah. I thought well, your glasses I, were just wait. style. No, no, no. They're very, they're very slightly, like... I would never think very of wearing weak, a hat. A very weak prescription. To, to help block to block the sun. Yeah. For my, for my eyes. Yeah. It, I mean, it helps. It's not as good as sunglasses, but it helps. Why don't you just get prescription pair of sunglasses. Well, then I'd have to pay another like $140. Oh my gosh, dude, it's like storing us. I know. It's crazy. $140. Uh, all right, if you do get prescription sunglasses, um, get the, uh, is it Tom Ford? I think Tom Ford has like a really nice one. Yeah. And it, apparently like they have like, it has like a two year warranty or no whatever. Free ads. Huh? I said no free ads. Oh, no free uh, ads. I forgot we're recording. Um, and it's but so conversational. It is so, it's just so natural. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we just have fun. This is just an excuse to drink beer and, and hang oh, it out. Got, got to make sure the logo is showing. Oh, yeah. Please, uh, please, yeah, please make sure that the logo is showing. Uh, so what are we talking about today? Um, Any ideas? Well, after last episode, I think we know that Dan's got nothing for us. So <laughs> Just in general, <laughs> not even again. about ideas. Really. Okay, but why a corduroy hat? <laughs> I love corduroy <laughs> You know that. Yeah, all my, just, all I, my shackles are corduroys. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I was double down on corduroy, though. Would you, you know, know we're talking well, about? I never have a jacket and hat at the same never, time. No. That's good. And I do have one non corduroy hat. However, there's How a many big... corduroy hats do you have? Two. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, okay, by the way, you know the episode where we were talking about clicking on ads, like Instagram ads? Yeah. And we, you were saying, like, I feel like everything that you wear is like an Instagram ad. Yeah. And you, you mentioned my hat, I think, yeah. like the melon hats. Today, we were on a, a call oh, today yeah. with this guy from HubSpot. And like literally like out of the blue, like halfway through the call, he was just like, by the way, like nice melon hat. He also said it, I almost missed it. I know, I know. It was he just, was like, he was just talking about like, something and it was like, by the way, nice melon hat. And then just kind of like paused and that was the end. But like was it, yeah, talking it took me, for it took three me. minutes yeah. straight <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just rolled into it. It took me a second. And too. I was caught off guard, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. Topic. So, I had a nice little oh, back sorry. and forth with some. <laughs> that was a really good slurp. <laughs> I don't know if it was good. It was definitely slurpy. But uh, sorry, Shane. Let me what are you right? <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. Look, we're slurpy great. Is All right. not a um, 
had a good back and forth on Twitter with a few folks. Shut up. <laughs> um, about this like random thing I was kind of thinking about. Didn't even realize something like this had previously existed. But um, I'll just recap two quick t so sorry, tweets. Sorry, I missed it. This is a conversation that you were having with people on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I tweeted out like, what if prospective students made profiles and then institutions had to seek them out and submit offers? Uh. Um, those offers could include scholarships, financial aid packages, so the prospect could easily compare and see which is the best fit, um, and also kind of makes them feel wanted. Like it's like recruiting for you know non-athletes. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, obviously there would need to be a filtering component and some standardization so institutions could make informed decisions. Um, there could also be a way to schedule interviews, connect with them about you know connect them with current students and faculty members, um, and then a couple people, Corinne, I think was the first one to chime in talking about equity inclusion. And I think one of the big points she made was like, the student shouldn't be able to basically pay to have their profile boosted because yeah. then it just kind of favors people that, know, money. people that have money that are already getting favored. Um, so we talked about more about maybe the schools paying um, to you know list their university um, or being able to have it so that they can only submit X number of offers in any given day, week, month, whatever it might be, again, to also be fair to some smaller schools, yeah. bigger schools, et cetera. Um, so wait, so sorry, breaking this down, you're yeah. talking about a essentially like a website, right? Yeah. Where if you are a prospective college student, you build out a profile for yourself like you would on a social network, and then essentially schools can kind of scroll through a list of prospects that can filter to by geo by interested like programmer major and then essentially they could like dm you or like yeah. favorite you as a student is that more yeah or less accurate? i think you basically i mean it's kind of like maybe common app like um where you kind of have all those core requirements like you have your ideally your recommendations in there you have the full like application kind of like done and that's part of your profile and yeah. then yeah you're sifting through you know, GPA, SAT scores, GRE score, whatever it might be. And then ideally the school is saying like, you know, ping this person, favorite this person, whatever. And it follows up of like, hey, you know, um, Virginia Tech is interested in having a conversation with you about, you yeah. know, applying and enrolling. Yeah. Um, they think you'd be a good candidate, yeah. et cetera. And yeah. I think why you'd have to limit the numbers okay. so that, you know, a Virginia Tech couldn't go through and just be like, everyone in the country with above a 3.9 yeah. Yeah. interested. Um, and it does require some level of intentionality to the student. Otherwise, again, you're defeating the purpose and just like the student's not gonna feel like, oh, they really want me to come here if yeah. they're just doing that to everybody with a three iron and up. That yeah. almost sounds like a, doesn't like ZipRecruiter indeed like have a yeah. feature that allows you to like, like reach out to candidates that qualify and like ask them to apply to your job almost yeah. like, seems almost like a cross between that and like, yeah, more of like a social network type thing. Yeah. What is this? Is the only reason for this just to like make students feel valued or like what problem does it actually solve? Or like, or what you were saying, I think on Twitter, I remember this, this thread was like, rather than it basically, it basically like switches um, the, the power dynamic, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like right now, students have to apply, essentially they have to raise their hand, right? Yeah, yeah. And like submit an app to a college and university. usually pay to submit and that usually pay to submit the app. Whereas this is like, Hey, no, no, Shane. Like, I want you in the same way that I think the right, the uh, analogy that you made is that someone was recruiting for a lacrosse team or a soccer team or right. a hockey team. 
the recruiter is going to go and talk to Shane, right? Yeah. So he's going to approach Shane and say, hey, I want you to come. I want you to play here, right? And that, that instantly, like, is it, it's a totally different dynamic than just, like, applying and, like, crossing your fingers and hoping that you get into a school. Right. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know that you're saying it would be, like, a, a substitute for the traditional application process. You're, you're kind of saying, like, does something like this exist? Could something like this exist? And if so, like, what would it look like? Yeah. Although, yeah, I'm wondering, it would have to be a shift among the applicant pool, again, like, nationwide, because if there's still the traditional application, schools will just rely on that because this is more work. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily something that the school's benefit isn't all that high by doing it this yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and so it would kind of need to be the norm. Otherwise, there's no incentive for the school to do it. And there's really, I mean, I could see prospective students making an account, but if they're also not being followed up with on it, and it would very quickly, I think, kind of lose its purpose yeah. and then not be valuable. So maybe a good starting point for like fleshing out how this could look um, is you were a student athlete and you were recruited to play hockey. So like what what did that process look like? Like when how did people reach out to you? How did people even know who Shane Keel was? Yeah. Yeah, I mean mine was more word of mouth. So my dad was working for the Washington Capitals at the time. I ran into um this kid Bryce, who was one of their assistant coaches' sons, okay. who was currently at CNU, and he was like, "Hey, there's a recruiting weekend coming up. Hmm. Like, you should come and just kind of like check it out. And at very least, like, you come, you play a game, you hang out with us, you go home. You don't like the school, whatever. Yeah, you got to play. And so I was like, "All right, you know, CNU wasn't even on my radar. I had kind of already done all the tours, and CNU, Christopher Newport University, is a small 5,500 person school." Um, and then Virginia gets overshadowed by the UVAs, the Virginia Techs, JMUs, and Old Dominion. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Went there, you know, the coach made time to kind of chat with all of the potentially incoming freshmen, did a quick tour of the campus. Um, the assistant coach's wife worked in admissions, so we got to go like, hey, if you can't get in, we might be able to give you a little nudge. <laughs> um, that helped some people. Of course, that did not help of me. Of course not, was, of course not there with flying colors straight A's um, student. <laughs> and yeah and then kind of just chatting with the coach had emailed me a couple times I was like hey you know we'd love to have you come we think you'd be a good asset for the team and also we think you'd love the school and he was actually from a different school in Virginia and so I felt also like all right this dude isn't just like pumping my tires yeah. just to you know get me to come to this school and so it was really cool and it kind of put on the map for me and then after going I was like all right I want to go here. And had um, you already applied to other schools at this juncture? Yeah. Okay. The app deadline for most schools was a week and a half away. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is interesting because like, here's an example of like what we're kind of talking about where it wasn't even on your radar and obviously, you know, athletics and like you being on the hockey team is a little bit of a, di a different situation, but still like you were approached by the school themselves yeah. and they expressed or an affiliate of the school, and they expressed interest in you, and then at the end of the day, you ended up going there, yeah. as opposed to the other schools that you had already applied to. Right, yeah, and it, I mean, I got into most of the other schools, and I pretty much after that trip was like, I, it, it's kind of a tie, yeah. if I get into Christian Newport, I'm going there. And yeah. I think that oh, is so is much tough. of the like, yeah. also being able to like hang out with the guys on the team after, and like, you kind of feel like, all right, I'm already a little situated here, this is great. I didn't have that experience at a ton of other schools. 
And so that was for me another big like, all right, I already have a couple friends if I started the school. Like most yeah. people in Northern Virginia do not go to Christian. I think only two kids from my high school went to the same school. I mean, yeah, I think the whole like diversity, equity in, and inclusion component here is is certainly real. Cause like the, the what immediately comes to mind is like, honestly, like this would work really well for top caliber students. Right, like meaning, like yeah. if you if you were at the top of your your high school class, and you know that you're going to get into like pretty much any school that you apply to, maybe the Ivy Leagues will be a little bit more competitive. But like beyond that, if you can kind of go anywhere, and and maybe it's the caliber of student that like it's not a shoe in to the Ivies, and maybe you don't even want to go to the Ivies, but you could literally go to any other school, right? Yeah. Um, that kind of a candidate is going to get courted by a lot of top tier uh, institutions and them building out a profile and having schools like not bid on them, but like yeah. follow them or reach out to them. That makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking through, and I'm sure there are other use cases. I'm having a hard time thinking through like, if you're just an average Joe student, mm -hmm. how, what incentive would a school have to reach out to you? And like, why wouldn't they just buy your name from like yeah. the SAT or, you know, PSAT and like blast you with like traditional mailers, which they do now. Yeah, I guess that's like, you know, when you're getting a mass email versus a school being like, hey, we're interested in you. And if you're an average Joe or Jane, like, I, not to sound too critical, there are average Joe and Jane schools. Like, yeah, 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 you're not yeah. getting the top caliber candidates. You you know your average GPA and the type of students you acquire. I don't think it necessarily shifts the demographic and caliber of students that you get. It yeah. allows you to find them and reach out to them maybe a little bit more in a personalized manner that I think also does contribute a lot to like school pride and, you know, again, having alumni that are active in the community donating whatever because they feel like from the very beginning you sought me out to come here whereas like it, it, again you but have school, a, but you have a three two in high school yeah yeah yeah. you're not you can apply to princeton all you want yeah, you're not yeah, getting yeah. in but but i guess my point is like or my question is schools are already reaching out to students like they might they might be using mail they might be using email from a list that they bought but like there is this outreach happening right where it's like hey Dan, I want you to come to my school. Here's X reasons why you should apply. Like that kind of communication is already happening. I think what what I what, what I'm imagining is a little bit different here is like somehow there essentially we're kind of talking about like a private social network almost like of like yeah. you build out a profile, you're out there and then schools like have five people, I'm just making this up, five people a day that they can DM and right. like start a conversation with. And they, they choose like the five that they want to start today. But I, I think that that dynamic, that like marketplace, if you will, only works in for like a very niche purpose. Otherwise, like why wouldn't you just, what's wrong with, what's wrong with the current way that schools reach out to students? Does that make sense? Meaning like, I think what you're talking about makes a ton of sense if mm -hmm. it's niche or very specific. And maybe it starts with student athlete. Maybe it's like this This becomes an easier way to recruit student athletes. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like if it's just everybody, schools are already doing this, just in different channels. Yeah, but I don't think it's personalized to the level of 
what this could potentially be in that like great you're sending out a mass email of to a list of all these people saying hey first name token like but, but my point is like from an emission standpoint what how am i supposed to know the difference between dan and shane like if i if i'm sending out like letters to twenty thousand prospective students right yeah i don't want to spend my time having to click through and dm twenty thousand students on some other platform right like if essentially the message is the same. So I guess, what is the benefit to But the, the message school? shouldn't be the same. If it's the message is the same, then it's not personalized. It should be like, hey, but Dan, how am I, supposed I, to saw, know? I checked out your profile. Yeah. I saw that you're interested in video. You've done these couple things. Yeah. Your GPA is this, your SAT scores are this, whatever. You have the academic criteria to get in. Here's a couple cool things I think we could offer you in this space. I'd love to connect you with this student or this, right? It could yeah. be, templated for people that like video kinda yeah. but like the point is to be personalized i mean you can only do five a day if you're spending that time wisely you're spending those those five messages yeah. should be gold yeah. like yeah, you yeah, should yeah. have your best copywriter writing these messages not just like any old joe schmo admissions or marketing person sorry were you gonna say something i have, I have an idea but you can go okay just real fast don't lose your idea dan <laughs> i'm wondering if this makes as you're talking, this makes a lot of sense. I'm wondering if like the, at least the MVP or a way to start would be for all of your accepted students. Meaning, meaning, right? Like people that you, they've already, they, they have gone through an application, like they've submitted it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's almost like an acceptedstudents.com or something like that, where once you've, once you've finished your college applications, okay? You build out a profile and like the point Maybe the positioning to the student is like, this is your best chance at maybe getting a scholarship or financial aid or like, you know, getting access to some club or whatever. Uh, maybe preferential uh, uh, decision making on like what dorm you're in, whatever. You build out a profile on acceptedstudents.com and then admissions counselors who know that Shane has already been accepted into their college or university, they get five DMs a day. So essentially they can sort through these accepted students and then be like, oh, Shane's amazing, Dan's eh, average. <laughs> like, let's, I'm gonna use a DM to go after Shane to yeah. try to establish yeah. a relationship to convince him to come. Ooh, yeah, kind of like, sorry. We're no, just, I like that, I like that. Never gonna <laughs> let you talk. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about Dan, like- can you get me another beer? <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. MySpace, like your top friends, and like, yeah. if you have to do that with school, so maybe yeah. you do, go through the regular top. application process, yeah. but then you have like a top three, top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have like, this is the current winner. This is where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. If you want me to come, other four schools, yeah. make me a better offer than, mm. but, oh, they're gonna give me 10 grand financial aid. Like maybe you list the top three to five reasons why yeah. you're going to this school, Ooh. beat it. Like yeah. you want me to come to your school, beat that offer. Yeah, yeah. Even if, cause if your GPA is a little bit higher or whatever for this other school, maybe they'll try and incentivize you more. They'll give you better. And for you, you're like, I don't really care whether I go to this tier school versus this. Like the, the difference is kind of meh. Yeah. And so I don't really care. Yeah. I'm more about like, I got to pay for college on my own. Yeah. I already have some debt. Like I, I'm looking for the best deal I can get here. And if they can offer me more, I'm going there, even though it's not technically it's as good yeah. a school. It's almost like the whole. <laughs> it's almost like the We're whole. We're just going like, to blur you out. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I'll just, just crop I, you I'll out. I'll crop it. I'll do all um, the work. No, 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 no. But like, you know, like the whole, like, there's this whole movement in like 
the entrepreneurship space, especially like on Twitter, which is like building in public, right? This idea yeah, that like yeah. you're revealing your numbers, this is how much money I'm making with my side hustle or whatever it is. Right. And that's like really taken off. So in a way, it's almost being, it's almost like building in public in the, in the context of like, hey, schools, I'm gonna tell you in my profile, like this is what your competitor that I'm considering actually offered me, yeah. 10K in financial aid, they offered me, you know, an app fee waiver of what, or, you know, whatever, whatever else they might have offered. Uh, and to your point, like, how might, how might you beat that, right? Yeah. And then it's, it's public, it's out there, and then I can decide as an admissions counselor, hey, you know what? We've got enough, like, punks who like hockey in this school. We need more creatives that, like, know how to do video and are interested in sort yeah. of, like, putting us on the map for our, for our creative uh, programming. Let's let's go after Dan in, instead of Shane. Yeah, this and, would be impossible with legal though, because imagine some guy. Either you can type in what someone else offered you, and then okay, so then the way to solve that is make it verified from the school who's sending the offer. But yeah, then the but school's like, wait, no, this isn't a binding offer, and you know maybe we might change our mind after we you'd get have the to further do, like, on the front. When did you yeah, become yeah. a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking about like it's. Yeah. Like even like when you think about shows like Shark Tank where yeah. like a lot of what they do is like a lot of it falls through after like they shut off the cameras and yeah. they're like, Oh, actually like, you know, your numbers weren't real and like, you yeah, know, totally. all of these things like didn't actually add up. So that I don't know, I feel like that's that would be a challenge, but But uh, that's like, like haggling with anything though. Like yeah, you're right, you're right. You can always tell somebody, Hey, I'm gonna get this amount. Like I I'm trying to sell my car. And CarMax is um, selling it individually, and CarMax is going to give me X amount. Carvana is going to give me X amount, and I tell Zach, I'm like, hey, it's going to be ten grand, even though they're only offering me eight. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them the other pe the other people are also offering me ten. If you buy it for ten right now, I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, if he's willing to pay ten, let him pay ten. Like that's maybe, that's on him. Yeah. If you do that to schools yeah. and they're they're willing to give you twelve instead of ten, like this, like you said, this other school yeah. was. Well, then they are willing to give it to you. You're not forcing sure. anybody yeah, into a box or to, or to commit to something that they're not actually capable of. And if you overstep and say, they're gonna give me a hundred grand and they're not, and nobody outbids them, well, now you don't have anything. Yeah. Like, well, the other, no, thing, too, true, the other thing too is like, you could, have, you could have just a simple verification step and like after the initial DM, it's like, hey, Shane, I'm really interested in you. Um, I see that, you know, George Mason University offered you 10K in financial aid. I'm pretty sure we can offer you 15. Um, let's have a conversation. Oh, by the way, before we kind of like sign any, you know, sign the dotted lines, so to speak, like just for verification purposes, I want to see the offer. Yeah. And like, I, th I think that if you were, I think, I mean, every student that would post something like that in theory has already heard from their sure. respective yeah, college yeah, or university yeah. what yeah. the offer is. And there's some sort of documentation that exists. Maybe even Fair like yeah. in order to post anything, you have to on the back end of whatever tool or platform this right. is, you have to like upload a document to verify yeah. the fact that you haven't offered this. But I think that that's like a secondary problem. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. What was your idea? My idea yeah. that I came up with ages ago, <laughs> almost lost it. Well, um, basically it was, it was coming up with like, this is if you're making like a platform that is supposed to like say make schools compete against each other, um, at the same time, like you were talking about how one of the biggest things that, you know, made CNU uh, a big deal for you is because you like had spent time with the guys and like made friendships and like you're like, this is this is a group that I'd like to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if there's some kind of integration that could happen with an app like uh, what Zimi, is that the one that's like, yeah, it's like a chat room or something or yeah. 
like for it's mostly for like perspective students, students. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then like if they could just like have chat rooms or like be able to have like almost just like a facebook group yeah. of yeah. Like, people that yeah they can realize oh like there's actually a lot of other like creative people at this school that i'm able to chat with yeah and you know then you have the the offers which is one hand of like you know i'll want to take the biggest offer that'll give me the most money but then the other side is like, oh, but this school actually like had a really like good student uh, like applicant group that I you know connected with a lot more than the others. So I, I feel like that could be like a secondary thing that allows the schools to then like it, not just having like an eBay bidding yeah. war yeah, all the yeah. time and more of like an actual social network aspect. I feel like yeah, you could group by what people are interested in, like part of their profile. So like, hey. You're in anytime you, you know, join a school's basically group, it's kind of like Slack and think about like the side channels yeah. of like, here are people in your geo that are also yeah. interested in the school. Here are people also interested in video and here are people, you know, insert other yeah, yeah. filter thing here of like similar hobbies, whatever it might be. That way you have a good mix of a variety of students. It's not all just like video people yeah, yeah. or it's like, oh, it's just cool to talk to other video people, but like, okay, other people coming from this area, like, yeah. whoa, this is kind of a long way away. You know, how are you thinking about, you know, X, Y, and Z and coming home on the holidays and all these things, like transportation might be a huge problem. How are we, what are we gonna do about that? Like, yeah. I think just those simple things that if you've never been to college before, obviously, they're like a, a little confusing and you kind yeah. of have to figure them out and having other people to kind of spitball with who are in the same yeah. position as you could be super reassuring. What do you think about like, like I'm thinking, I, I, I really like this idea, actually, and maybe we should go build this software, actually, <laughs> like this this platform. Maybe that's how we're going to make our millions. But um, what is the incentive for a student to build their profile? And I, I think that like an incentive is like if you if you really don't know, like if you're really unsure um, and or like your dream school, let's say it's CNU, if they're if they're Get offer, some dreams. <laughs> just kidding. If their offer, if their offer just like isn't doable for whatever reason, maybe yeah. the incentive is like, hey, I'm hoping that if I like put them as my number one pick, like maybe they'll give me they'll give me more money or try to court me more on you know on this platform. But I'm also thinking about like, do students really want like admissions counselors like hounding them and like trying to convince them, no, 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 Dan, like you really want to come to George Mason, not to CNU, and like, here's why. And maybe maybe yeah. they're okay with that, because maybe it makes you feel like special and like valued and whatnot. I could also see students feeling like super overwhelmed and being like, there's all these like scary adults and like I don't want to disappoint people and like make anyone mad. Like yeah. Gen Z's all like, you know, touchy-feely with respect to I that kind of stuff. I feel like that's a settings thing where it's like, hey, you know, George Mason, you can, I'm selecting that yeah. you can only message me once a week. Oh, you know what it is too, sorry, I'm remembering, yes, okay, cool, I like that. The other thing too is you mentioned before, which I forgot, was like, there needs to be a limit into who, right. how many people schools can reach out to yeah. within like a given period of time. So yeah. if that's the case. And if they're nagging you a ton, and yeah. you know they only have a limit of five, it's yeah. like, whoa, they really want they me. They really want me, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. think, back to your earlier point towards the beginning about like those high performing students that can go anywhere, there really isn't a need for you to make a profile, which yeah. I think is good for everybody else. It's like, all right, cool, I'm not entering in, I'm like looking at other people's profiles and there are six million people yeah. with a 4.0 and I have a 3.6 and I'm like, I'm not gonna go anywhere, yeah. this is ridiculous. Because 
they don't need to be corded. Like what I like, yeah. What I like about this this concept is that from an emissions perspective, it can be really difficult to understand of your accepted students, like who are like seriously considering you. Right. Like, and it, especially if they're not responding to your emails and not responding to your your outreach, whatever. It it can be difficult to to sort through like the. This, who, like, are we the safety school for yeah, Shane right. or Dan? Like, or are we like the top choice? And it is so difficult for people to assess that. Mm -hmm. And so, a tool like this, one, students have to you know rank their top five or every, every school that they've been accepted to. They've got to put it in some sort of rank. So that helps do a little bit of that. But then, what it also does is it really helps the admissions counselors, the program coordinators, to have a really good sense of like who should we actually be spending our time with? Like, yeah. who should we really be trying to court? And yeah. I, I, there was some article, I think it was in Inside Higher Ed like a couple weeks ago, we're talking about how like a lot of the time when school, like accepted students, if they turn down a bunch of offers, there's, there's, there tends to be like more financial aid like on the table. Because mm -hmm. if I sent all these financial aid offers to 30 students, and if only 15 of them accepted and are going to this uh, this school, in theory, all the money that was offered to these other 15 is like on yeah, the table. Yeah. So oftentimes in the final weeks, like leading up to you know decision day or or even up until the point of like you know classes starting, there's a little bit more money that could be played with. And so I think empowering these admissions counselors to be like, hey, Dan, you got an extra like $35,000 to like yeah. give out to people. You go onto acceptedstudents.com, go and find the people that you're interested in, and like you can make each individual an offer of an additional five thousand dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I mean, even thinking too, like on the back end, I haven't thought through this a ton yet, but like a, hey, we're not, we're, we're uh, just be, we're making all of this up. <laughs> no, None I'm of meaning, us have thought about. This. I'm meaning as I'm talking, this is less formed than anything else of like a percent, like a likelihood percentage of getting in of like the student can potentially see that compared to all the other people that are applying. Like, hey, your GPA, your SAT, way higher, your activities, whatever. Are, They're not gonna release that info though. To each individual student though, so only you can see it. It's not public on your profile. Meaning, it's it's part of the the network, like the, the platform itself. Yeah. So it's saying, hey, you know, a hundred other people have also, you know, put this school as their number one choice based on GPA based on blah 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 blah. Ah, I see. You're in the top five percent. Like you're pretty much a shoe in to get into this school. Yeah. Versus like, ooh, you know, Zach, you made a profile for Princeton. Yeah. Your three point four isn't going to cut it. Like, sorry, you're in the bottom one percent. Yeah. That yeah. way, I think maybe, and I don't know if that's something admissions counselors or program coordinators should be able to see, so that again, if it's a safety school and it's like, all right, you're so far above this thing, like I'm actually not gonna waste my time messaging Zach, even though we're in his top five. Yeah. Cause this is his backup yeah. plan, clearly, based yeah. on the other schools and based on his criteria and where he sits within like the applicant pool, yeah. as far as um, like requirements, he's too high up. I'm actually gonna go message Dan, who's way dumber and be <laughs> like, you can definitely, you know, get in here. We'd love to give you a bunch of, you know, opportunities, yeah. whether it's financial, whatever, for you to come here and I'm gonna use my message on Dan rather than on you because I have a sense this is your safety school yeah. because I feel like it would be weird for you to list your safety school because then they'd be like all right well I'm not wasting time on you wait are you, are you talking about like the percentage of getting in like if you 
like apply in your acceptance? Not necessarily percentage of getting in. Percentage no, these are all accepted of, students. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Percentage of where you sit in the qualification realm of the hundred students. So like, so like some people will have might like, get more money, or likelihood right. that you oh, might get okay, like okay. A, another offer. I see. I see. Right. Got yeah. It. Or even just yeah. your your overall standing. So like, yeah. I have a four point oh ah. and a twenty four hundred SAT. Mm. Yeah. You have a three point eight and an eighteen hundred, and you have a three point two and a sixteen hundred. Like, I'm yeah. the best. You're the second best. You're the best. What's, yeah. What's interesting about that too is like it could also help students understand. Like I hear like I remember my high school friends talking about this all the time. Like, at, you know people were like really successful in high school and then they went to college and it was like whoa I'm an idiot like yeah. I, yeah. I was like at the top of my class in high school and I can't even compete here right yeah. and so in a way to it and, and you know depending on the school that you go to I think people have a general sense of this but like it could actually help empower students to better understand like what is it really going to be like to go to this school right do I want to be the kind of individual that is competing with like people that are 10 times smarter than me, even if I got into the school, right. or do I want to be like the big fish in a yeah. small pond? Like, you know, what what do I really want to do? Yeah. And it, it almost helps students get a better sense in real time of their class, not like historical, like people that have come out of the school, but like, yeah. no, 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 the class of 2023, this is how you might stack up against these individuals, yeah. which again, could be a motivating thing of like, hell yeah, like I'm in, or it could be like a, yeah, you know what? I really care about having a life in school and I'm not gonna be able to compete at this caliber. I'd rather go to a top, you know, like a public yeah. IV as opposed to going to Princeton. Yeah. Now, an idea that would make this even more unwieldy and large and less focused of a, of a uh, service or, or platform. Um, Cause on, um, for example, like pre-application, like, you know, before you are actually applied anywhere, like you can look on say college board and see sure. what the average, like, you know, GPA acceptance rate, you know, a That's bunch of like scores. the, the yeah. basic, uh, basic data is. And I feel like, I mean, that was one thing I like looked at a lot of just like quickly filtering through schools, seeing which ones maybe I'd be interested in. Um, but I wonder if, if including something like that to first capture people like at the very beginning of their college search and then once they actually can like apply and then get accepted accepted to certain schools then it starts the whole like you know standoff between all the schools that you're accepted into plus you can talk to the other people who are accepted and then i feel like the you know this service or whatever would be following you through your entire journey rather than just like Oh, you've already like you know applied yeah. to these places and you've been accepted, but mm. maybe now like you know because at that point some people already be like okay I you know I've applied to my five schools yeah. and I got into my first one or I didn't get into it but I got into my second one so I'm just gonna do that one like yeah. no questions asked I'm just gonna do it and I feel I mean there are like platforms that kind of do stuff like that already I think that like what you're saying Shane which I really like is like. Once you've been, I, I think ultimately it would be really cool if you could if you if you could do what you're saying, you could like move this all the way up to like yeah. legitimately reimagining the application process mm -hmm. entirely. I think in the short term, yeah. that's going to be really difficult to do for yeah. so many reasons. Um, but in the short term, I think you could do what we're talking about for for your accept, accepted students. And again, I think I think the value here is on the admission side of things again having a much clearer sense is and also like to i guess just to talk about like a dei stuff 
if you know that you have an objective to like, you want to hit a certain percentage of, mm -hmm. you know, uh, students that come from underrepresented uh, backgrounds, um, this is also an opportunity to do right. that. Like maybe you use your five like DMs a day to be like, hey, you know what? We've got too many white guys. Like we need to go after students that are that will help us meet the the quota that we that we are striving for. Like in our strategic mm -hmm. plan, like we want to increase diversity, you know, among um, our student body, especially as it pertains to students who are in STEM programs, for example. Like let's use our DMs to go and meet that that quota. Otherwise, like we're not going to meet that quota, and so. And, and I think that like there's there are so many opportunities at once a student has been accepted that is like less catastrophic and like disruptive than yeah. if you were to move it back yeah, right, yeah. to like the inquiry or yeah, like app start stage. up start yeah. over the whole process yeah, yeah. I I do think I do think that that that's the future like that would be yeah. great yeah. but I think we have like a long yeah. a long way yeah. to go and I think it, I mean it's somewhat similar to a lot of the NIL stuff now. I'm not sure how familiar you all are with that, but like athletes yeah. now can get paid in college yeah. Um, yeah. by, you know, other companies, et cetera. And um, almost thinking about it like schools that way. And we've talked, I don't know that we've done with the Brewster or not, but like a lot about how, you know, companies should just, and Amazon and Google should just have a school. Like, yeah and teach them the things you need to work at Google. And then when you graduate, you've been doing real work for four years, two years, whatever it is. And when you graduate, you have a job at Google as like this entry level position, yeah. like how easy that would be. And thinking about if, if schools had programs maybe more aligned with that, that those bigger companies could also chip in to front maybe some of the cost of like, hey, you know, the school goes and chats with X company and says, we really want Zach and Dan, like they're yeah. awesome at this and you know, I, we might not be good enough for them, but I think if we could give them this amount of money, they'd come. And it's yeah. like one of those things that I, continuing to kind of work towards the value of the student and like what they would potentially bring to your university and then outside of that and beyond that. Um, again, because if you have super successful graduates that also feel like they got recruited, they love the school, you're more likely to have, again, active donors yeah. that are giving back to your school that again it's just like fueling the machine and like yeah. the more you can enter in at the top because um, I feel like that's always a constant problem like I don't know how you all feel I wouldn't give a dollar to Christopher Newport yeah um, <laughs> I've never I haven't given a single dollar to my school yeah. but so and I, I like what you're saying and like there's like like you know Walmart and Amazon and Google they do have these like workforce development programs where like they are partnering with different schools right. like Arizona State has this you know big flagship program with Starbucks where like they help they help create programming to help um, that align with kind of like the things that Starbucks wants to see and like future employees and like the workforce and whatnot. And continuing ed in particular is like a major, major market. I think what we're really talking about here that is unique and that's that's different is starting something like wow it is really yeah. starting. <laughs> starting something like acceptedstudents.com. What again, the instant thing that that does is it makes it easier for admissions counselors to know where to put their time, energy, and effort. It also gives people a better sense of like the potential makeup of their class, which is super important from a leadership standpoint. And then third, it also empowers the student to have a little bit more like authority and say and influence over like where they end up, mm -hmm. right? Because if I can now publicly put out, going back to the whole like build in public thing, here's what I'm thinking about, here's why I'm thinking about it, here's what I was offered, 
if Shane is serious about like wanting to recruit me to his school, yeah. Shane is now empowered with information. He knows, wow, like Zach got this offer? Wow, that's surprising. I wasn't expecting him to get that from that school. Like that's a lot. Hmm, I really want Zach. Like, and at the end of the day too, you can in theory, hopefully, help better match students to the right kinds of schools that are gonna empower them to have the best chance post-graduation of like, getting the the career and, and you know getting the job and ultimately the career that they want essentially if we can like it, it, it essentially what this does is it identifies potential friction points and like eliminates them mm -hmm. um and i think that 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 is super valuable um and somebody should build it so dan i'll get right to it all right <laughs> perfect well that was good i think solid that was fun i mean i had fun yeah. again guys Oh, oh my God. power is out. Well, that is our sign. We are done. Peace out. Man. Thank you to Double Take for sponsoring this episode and all episodes of The Brewstorm. So I think that continues our um, course of never having a perfect Well, it should filming. continue, right? Because there's still battery. No, no. Yeah, well, the there's light, battery the light in it. never went off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's battery in it, so I assume yeah. it kept going for a yeah. hot second. But so I think we but got I that. Think we've had, that we've had a problem. That was, that was hilarious. Yeah. What timing. <laughs> that was unreal. That was good. That Honestly. Was good. Wow. I'm going to do the porky to take the lap off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we good?